All right, guys, welcome to the very first two, two podcast, a unique podcast where we focus mainly on sports, but really our main focus is the poorly covered wrestling world. We are excited to bring this podcast to you, and we've been working on it uh, for quite some time now, so this is very exciting for us. Uh, I am Zach, the guy behind the sound, alongside my fellow hosts and longtime drinking pals, Randy Raber and Ryan Raber, what do you got for us? All right, be warned. This podcast is being recorded with absolutely zero intention on holding back. Language and political correctness are not our forte. We have absolutely no desire to be politically correct, so if you can't handle it, you better check the fuck out. Now let's get it. Moving forward from that, um, I just want to apologize to all of our moms, except for uh, Raber's mom. She's Don't gonna, talk to my about my mom. She's gonna fucking love this shit. Yeah. Dave, <laughs> his brother Dave, huge cock, huge, huge cock, cock. On that guy. one of uh, the biggest. There we go. But anyways, mom, please don't listen to this. If you are, shut it off. Okay. <laughs> Going off of that, one thing we we discuss, guys, is things that you know we're trying to figure out things that we can and can't say on this podcast. Mainly things that you mean like cock, <laughs> cock. We're definitely going to be talking about cock. I mean, you can't go... Dad cocks are huge. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's actually... Uh, Randy's the only guy that's a dad that I, I do know this for a fact, that as soon as he had a kid, his it's cock... Shrunk. Did, his his shrunk. cock shrunk, but usually I, a dad cock's huge. I debunked that myth. I definitely debunked yeah. that. He is an anomaly. Yeah. Uh, but so, you know, yeah, that's the, our, the premise of this is, like Raber said, and, you know... We're not uh we're not here to be politically correct. So cock is going to be the center focus of most of our conversations because after all, that's that's really that's really what we do. I mean, we're gonna treat this like it's the bar. They're kind of yeah. like a zebra. Not one's the same, you know. Yeah, everyone's unique. It's like a fingerprint. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're talking about cock. Yeah. 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 See, ninety miles an hour. Wasn't really, really the good. plan, but hey, that's another thing. We we may write up a plan, but hey. Plans are for people that are organized, and fucking a, we're not organized. I haven't so. done laundry in two weeks. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me with your pizza-stained Carhartt you got on. Yeah, way to wrap it. You don't need to tell people that. So, is this is this podcast about sports, like you said, or is yeah, it about well, cocks? Listen, it's a little bit of both. We're gonna get there. <laughs> we're we'll get to the the meaty stuff. Actually, <laughs> no, pun all meaty. no pun intended. No pun intended. We're used to getting there way too fast, so we're taking yeah. it slow. Yeah, we're tr- we're trying well, a new thing. This is the foreplay. Yeah, <laughs> this is the foreplay. It's all about you tonight. Yeah. This, is when, <laughs> this is when Ryan's letting Liz suck on his toes. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> Fucking eight feet. Ryan loves his feet. Ryan loves his feet. But, uh, no, we will talk about sports. And like I said in the the intro, uh, three of us at the table, unlike one of the pussies, um, we're all wrestlers, right? And uh, In fact, two of you guys are my coach. Raven and Randy were my coach. Um, That's the reason why I was fucking terrible. But... (laughs) Um, not true, but, uh, yeah, uh, and for everybody that wants to know, Ryan didn't wrestle, um, was too much of a pussy, also was from Orchard Park, and okay. their program wasn't all that great. I, I'm going to debate coach this, that it's better off that he did not wrestle. Yeah, like, I, I feel like if we, if we had, like, three weeks with him, <coughs> excuse me, right now, he'd be ten times a wrestler, he would be 
if he actually wrestled for four years in high school at Orchard Park. But Ryan makes up for non-wrestling by Sucks. grabbing people by the throat at the bar. <laughs> he nice. does. I've seen him he on likes the ground. Not good. La- three out of the last ten times. We were Ely did take his ass down once. Yeah, he did. Ely's Ryan's work pal, who, uh, well, is basically his boss. But pretty much uh, sleeping puppet. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but so the rest of us are focused on wrestling. Me, Randy, and Raber. But our, our UFC, again, this is mainly focused on combat sports, but we'll talk about any sport. 209. Right. So uh, he's going to, Ryan will be our UFC aficionado. Um, right, Gravy Boat? The got, Gravy Boat knows. The Gravy Train. Gravy. He, the Gravy Train here. That's your UFC name, right? Ryan the Gravy. Ryan the Gravy Train. You ever done Look a off sh- five years. You ever done a shoey? I'm going With to. gravy in it? I will. Oh, you should do a shoey. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Tuivasa. Yeah, that dude. Legend. That dude is a legend. Him and Derek Lewis. Yeah, I love that. But Ryan literally knows all of the breaking news from UFC by checking 378 websites. Yeah. I will literally get a text at 2.30 a.m. Right, from about, Ryan about breaking news. Tell you not about comms, that chirping news. I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, normal guys will do 378 websites of porn. Ryan does it with... About UFC. Men. Oh, yeah. about men, men, of course. That is his, that is his porn. That is no doubt. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And it's always the Diaz brothers. If oh, we ever uh, talk about yeah. the Diaz brothers, <laughs> he's going to be very biased. I just count. Twice. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of what uh, the focus is. Um, so, sports. But cock, too. Now, if, if you had to pick which guy he would rather talk about, would it be a Diaz brother or would it be Dawson Knox? Ooh. Ryan. Ooh. Dawson Ryan. Knox has got me drunk multiple times. Yeah. So Dawson Knox, though, for Ryan, I think is love-hate. <clears throat> because he loves Dawson on a good day but hates him on a bad day. So he's he's a fair-weather fan right. when it comes to Knox. Regardless of the Diaz brothers, he loves him regardless. Yes. I think <clears throat> that's where that one stands. Am I, am I wrong? Well, when it comes to Dawson, I do a one question for Ryan. He said he's got him drunk numerous times. I've never had sexual relations with okay. Dawson. That's all I needed. I would, though. That's all I needed. I would. <laughs> yeah, you would. I funneled a couple first weeks. Oof. Yeah. So, um, we'll break that down. Yeah, we'll break that down. <laughs> funnel rules, yeah. Should we, should we right now break down we the should. old funnel rules? Or should we save it? Well, no, we'll, we'll save it. We'll save it. All right. So, next, uh, I guess we can kind of go into what the whole podcast sort of means to us. So we, uh, the title of the podcast is Two, um, which might be out of context for some of you that may not know what that means to us. So I'm going to pass it on to Raber. Raber, explain what the whole two thing means and why we chose it. Oh, boy. So you're really kind of putting me on the spot here. So You're fucking right. I know you are. So... You know, we've been we've been doing this contact sports for a long time. We've been lo- talking about it. We've had, you know, how many NCAA finals have we watched down here? Yeah, um, a lot. And, and and I can't tell you, you know, we, we first started talking about doing a podcast one night when we're at the Sham. And then yep. uh, what comes out is, hey, we should do a podcast. And then, you know, you need to really have a captivating moment or saying that really captures the intensity of what you're looking for. Sure. And, of course, probably about three, four, six beers deep, 
I come up with two almost automatically like that. And when you think about it, fuck Rand- you. Randy was about 12 beers deep. I think that's where he's You kept you kept yelling two at me. That's what I was kidding at. It wasn't oh. it's a good it's a good name. I like the name. But the, <laughs> I just don't think there's any moment that really captures the intensity and an excitement of a duel me, a match, a moment, a feeling more than two. Oh, for sure. That is electric when you feel that. Deep well, down in your plums, it's just nice. I don't care if you're on the mat and you hear a hundred people calling it. I don't care if you're the guy in the stands yelling it. Electricity goes through your veins. Literally, the, two years ago, Pioneer, I watched Big Randall wrestle. Well, not wrestle, coaching. <laughs> uh, yeah, he got out there two years uh, ago and the lights were on. And he was yelling two. I was erect. Very, very biased, obviously, over here towards Pioneer. Best coach. Yeah. You couldn't beat that gym environment, and every time. Someone takes it down, you know you got the whole gym young. Loud. And if you got that and you're at the state tournament or somewhere where just you can hear the echo of that too, and that's what really embraced it. And I think that's really what Raber's idea was, even if uh, originally he was yelling at me when I was hitting on girls, he was yelling to it. <laughs> Shoot That is one thing, I guess. To Shooting for a takedown. Right. <laughs> so I – Really where we all met, again, you guys were my coaches. Raven and Randy were my coaches. So the three of us met in wrestling. But the, the interesting thing about our friendship is uh, we love beer. We do. Um, even though Randy really can't drink it anymore, so he switched his <laughs> gin. I'm doing, it um, for, I'm doing it for you. We are athletic. So, Ryan but, was hitting on me so the f- started. Ironically, we, we all go to a local bar here in town in western New York called The Chamois. Um, Hashtag Scott. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out dick. to the chamois. And uh, hole in the wall, right? But a great place, great environment usually. Um, so we all, you know, meet there every almost Thursday night. And then... Well, it is wing night. Wing, wing night. night. Yeah. And about, what, two, two, three years ago we stumbled upon Ryan? Just hammered. Yeah, he was he was hitting on me for having a beautiful, <laughs> luscious mullet. Yeah, mullet. It's French. Oh. Well, she took me down. Said, hey, bud, Immediate I love your Immediate male attraction. Oh, wait. Actually, Raber was the eyewitness to that. And he thought, it was a beaver tail. He thought me and Ryan were going to fuck on the first night. <laughs> I would have Which, him. you guys are classy, though. You're not going to let that happen. <laughs> oh, I would have. Yeah, you definitely would have. Don't tell period. anyone your secrets, guys. You're just a little sleuth. <laughs> so that's kind of how we all met each other, though, is through, I mean, common interest of Bush Light besides Rabes, who likes Bud Light, but we don't hold it against him. Um, God, I can't but, that word. But yeah, uh, we uh, that's kind of how this has come about. Well, and I think that really what it comes down to, there's a lot of sports out there, but I just don't think there's any type of camaraderie like there is Come. in any other sport other than, <laughs> than, than wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, there's just such brotherhood. I can call any of my college teammates today, any of the guys that we, that we coach with. I just think yeah. that... There's just such a, a high level of bonding there that happens. So I'm, I'm saying sure. that in a completely... Mm-hmm. Uh, You're getting you know, sappy on us. You I know, bitch. but, you know, it, that's what it's all about, you know, so... For sure. Um, that's the unique part about sports is it brings people together or pulls them apart depending on, uh, you know, where you're from, but, yeah. Yeah, a little background on Raber uh, going off of that is Raber lived in Iowa for a few years. How long, Rapes? Seven years. And he's still got best friends and people he's coached that are great acquaintances, and we all feel that same way, except for Ryan. Sorry, Ryan. My business partner, who I'm in business with, is from Iowa. Should we tell the story about my business partner? He's just a – But I mean mean the time where he's here over the summer, when I was telling him about how such a great wrestling coach you were. Remember that? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
You did. I think you're the better one to tell that story. Oh, I'll tell Because I was on the receiving end of that. But anyway, my business partner is is, uh, a guy that I coached 20 plus years ago. Yep. You know, and uh, we've just always been in contact since. Mm-hmm. He was an absolute fucking hammer in high school. Um, but we've been in touch ever since. And, uh, you know, we're, we're in business together right now. But uh, he was out here this summer at the chamois. Beautiful sunshine out on the what? deck. And so, yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm a couple lattes, you know, About two, eight, three, eight, 12, seven, you know, <laughs> summer's around there. You know, I'm pumped up. It's beautiful out. We got, beautiful. we probably have Kid Rock just bumping in the background because that's how we do. And uh, I go up to the guy, meet him, right? Super nice guy. I was like, yeah, Raver coached me too. That's super cool. And I was like, you know, I really liked him because he taught me this one move. You know, I'm on top of the guy and then you just start sucking his dick. <laughs> He was so confused. He was so confused. <laughs> he was I kind of felt bad. So you hit him with that, for sure. So that's the one unique thing about our humor is it's it's humor, but maybe not for everybody, you know? But it's it, that's our humor. That was one of that my was, That was your very first time meeting him. <laughs> yeah. You hit him with the first old time dick sucking. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he probably hated me after that, but you just told me he was he was cool with it. He's just chill dude. So Yeah. I was crying. At, that was before I broke the chair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was sure you went through the floor. Randy's a man that's 350 plus. Um, Don't tell breaks me. a lot of chairs. Yeah, yeah. Breaking chairs. And breaking. Hearts. My favorite. And hearts. My lots favorite, of hearts. My favorite chairs is Zach's face. <laughs> He's broken that multiple times. <laughs> All right. All right. So, yeah. So, so, Ryan, what does two mean to you as a non wrestler? What is. Excitement. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah, two wow. fingers. Two, two fingers? Two dicks. <laughs> we know you drink more than two fingers of Jack in every cup. Uh, yeah. True what's, the, what's the real count? Four? Yeah, four fingers. Well, I was always yeah, told to put your fingers against it and drink. To be fair, you were here last year for NCAAs for us. Yeah. You've seen us watch it, be it, you know, we're here, we're having a good time, that's tradition, and we are just absolutely going fired up. fucking nuts. It's different than any sport. Yeah. Right, and you've been here for that. You've seen <sighs> that, so... You know what? You know what have what have you seen? Like uh, even in regards to response to what, you know how we react to to that. I just love the excitement, you guys. You watch TV, you guys cheer for each other. Like I went to WrestleMania two years ago in Pioneer, and like there was one light in the middle of the, just on the yeah, back, man, like just pouring, and there was kids just flopping and wrestling, yelling. There's a big heavyweight kid who was looked pretty slow, but he just threw this kid, and I was like, dude, he's on top. It was electric. There it is. Yeah. It was electric. I was like, you this is amazing. Why was my dad growing up to be a pussy, and you know, I should have wrestled. Why don't you the fucking fuck? And he's like, no, you're going to play baseball. I was like, well, all right, dad. There's nothing wrong with that. Though. Yeah, but still, it's, I mean, I'd rather cool wrestle than wrestling, play. Yeah, exactly. You know? What about you, Zach? You haven't, you've you've won around the table Two, with us. Yeah. What about you? What does it mean to you? Can you can you think about how it means a moment? Uh, you know. Uh, well, I guess it's more of a moment than anything. But um, congrats to Pioneer. We're just gonna say this now. So we we all except for Ryan graduated from Pioneer, which is one of the best wrestling schools in western new york and maybe even new york state just a rich wrestling tradition from the beginning of time and i've been a part of the program um why are you trying to count you know you can't count i was trying to count my fingers uh to run how many division championships they've had in a row since 2014 which is my senior 14 my senior year it's been like nine at this point I think eight? the I think the don't, Facebook post I today said eight in a row. I think don't, it's eight. Don't let me do math. But it's man. fifty-seven 
uh, league duels in a row. Pretty intense, yeah. right? That's pretty good. And hats off to Coach Edwards, who is a fantastic Legend. coach and a that, really good dude. Yeah, like, that shit does not happen on accident. No. That's for He's, sure. So, anyways, so probably my favorite moment is actually in 2014. That's why I know the day. It's my senior year when we won the first divisional, uh, you know, championship against Iroquois School. Um, in their gym. No, in our, in our gym. Oh, that was our year. gym. Okay. Yep, that was our gym. Um, it's just electric atmosphere, right? You know, we packed the, the house. Yep. Big gym, packed it, both sides of the bleachers, tons of people. It's just a unique thing because especially in Western New York, you don't always see those huge crowds at wrestling matches. And the one thing about the Pioneer environment for duels, like Ryan said, it's something unique, something you don't see. You know, we're, our school is so you know, good with that stuff to where the year after our first year in 2014, so in 2015, we're wrestling Iroquois for the championship. Uh, in their gym, we had more fans than them because that's just the way our school rolls. We there, bring our balls. There's you know? always been great history of that, yeah. you know, and a lot of that really comes down to, you know, all the parents, uh, you know, that we have around here. And we've got, to be fair, we've got a lot of kids that don't come from the best backgrounds, but somehow their parents find a way to be there to support them. For sure. And, uh, you know. It's a community. The kids club, too. You know what I mean? We've always had a great kids club. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, there's a ton of support from there. And then we, we, we fill the, the gym every one of those nights. Yep. It's, it's super cool. So, yeah, that's kind of like my first moment of two, you know, first electrifying moment. Actually, uh that's probably one of the first ones that are electrifying, but the, the really what got me into wrestling was Randy's brother Kyle uh, wrestling in a gym in Attica in a tournament. And very first time I ever watched wrestling, he has a kid in a single leg up on the up on the mat, right? Back trips him, just drops the kid on his dome. I'm like, yep, I want to do this. So okay. let's give a little background on Kyle. Kyle is a fucking freak of nature, Savage. right? Yeah. So to tiny, be fair, tiny you... wiener, but yes. <laughs> Makes tiny up elsewhere. But huge fucking muscles, just an absolute beast, just yeah. a fucking specimen. Ray would know all about his yeah. muscles. He's the but... only human being I'm scared of. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's true. So six foot whatever, you know, of Randy, 350 pounds, and he's the only guy that ra- that fucking Randy's afraid of. Yep. But Kyle just absolute full ride to Oklahoma. What national champ in high school? Yep. Just a two time, two time, just two. There it is. Just a fucking goddamn hammer. So of course you see that. Right. I mean that should probably made you a little sixth grade bone, a little chubby there. Oh, go wild, man! It was huge. That, Seen that him drop that huge. guy in his mouth. It's like mouth. a light switch, man. My my wiener that is. It just. That just reminded me of something, man. Speaking of sixth grade, I'm actually going to go with eighth grade. Um, I was in eighth grade health class, and the teacher was teaching us about, you know, the, the birds and the bees. And some kid goes, why, why is this, this wiener in the book so much bigger than mine? And she's like, honey, it'll grow. It'll grow with time. And I'm sitting over here with my eighth grade cock still, and it's driving me nuts. I had to get that off my chest. Randy's just saying his dick is the same as it was in middle school. That's Sorry. all he's saying. He's a Still not as big as the textbook. Somehow. Somehow. It's just not drawn to size in those textbooks. I really think that's what it is. The worst, that's the worst part about being an extremely large man is people expect you to have an extremely large you know, penis and I've let a lot of girls down in my life. Well, that's a good debate, though. So here's the deal. Usually, like, the bigger you are, it's like 
Uh, Some tall, skinny guy. Right. It's a false expectancy that you're going to have a big wiener. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you're an athletic dude. I think we should compare right now. We could pull them out. <laughs> for science. Sit. For science. Yeah, strictly I've for never science. Never purposes. But I don't think that's true. I think it's the goony, skinny dudes that get blessed. It Am is. I wrong? It's the guys who usually aren't going to use them. Yes. But right. what I've found is being in a lot of locker rooms from high school to professionally. And Randy always looked. Um, and that, well, science. All, Sci- oh, strictly for science. All purposes. the bigger fatter dudes had the smallest wings and you know i was just blessed enough to be one of the bigger fatter <laughs> well you've been in a lot of locker rooms you've seen a lot of athletic lot. specimens let's be fair <sighs> a lot no like zach said for some reason still stick in my head to this day but yep all right so we're uh we're gonna move on from that into the actual content of what we said we were going to talk about which is sports. We're going to move on to sports. And the big one, um, I mean, we already congratulated Pioneer on their, you know, eighth, I believe, eighth uh, divisional win, eighth consecutive with 57 league wins in a row, which is pretty amazing. It is the longest streak in Western New York for wrestling. Huge, huge deal Um, because we may not be PA wrestling or Iowa wrestling, but the fact that a small town like us, is able to farm such a powerful team year in and year out. It's special. Mm-hmm. And I think, again, hats off to their head coach, Christopher Edwards, <clears throat> Idaho yep. Potatoes. We raise a bunch of tough fucking kids, that's for sure. We don't always have the greatest talent, but we will just beat the living piss out of them and break their will. Yeah, And that's, that's one of the things mm-hmm. our kids are good at. They're <clears throat> mentally tough. We got kids that will wrestle 143 one week and, and 178 the next week. And just go out there and kill it. Um, the other thing, going off of that, um, Zach used a good word. He said farm. Uh, you know, growing. Everywhere we go, it's always like, these, these guys pay all this money. They send their kids to to all these, like, wrestling schools and clinics and pay for private lessons. And, you know, we got these kids that they're just tough. They're, but Coach Edwards will, will get them in at 5 a.m. They're lifting. They're just dedicated. And everyone's always like, why are you guys so tough? Just, just how you guys are, and it's like no, that that comes with hard work and uh, mm-hmm. dedication, which is something Ryan really knows about. Yeah, dedicated. And I will tell you that this, that that you know, even a lot of kids we talk to and we see them out there, the kids that we've coached throughout time, <coughs> every one of them, even though they may not have recognized in the moment, they wish they could go back. You know, sure. and I mean, I think that's a, a, true in any sports. A lot of guys uh, talk about that regret. But they really value how hard coach was on them with the discipline and everything that's out there. And and I think that's one of the things that goes back to the bonds, right? Yep. You know, when was the last time you went out and saw a guy, you know, Zach, and I'm going to ask you this. When was the last time you went out and saw a guy that you wrestled with, a guy on your team, you know, that you, that you competed with on a wrestling team, and you literally didn't talk wrestling? doesn't really happen it doesn't it's it's well that's the unique thing with wrestling because it, it is poorly covered right it's not something i mean western new york is starting to do a good job with that with old mandy o'rourke and western new york mm-hmm. wrestling and round table and that kind of stuff which hats off to those dudes but it's not covered as much so when you see another wrestler you know even if you were from a different school like you said somebody that you wrestled a lot and may not have liked when you wrestled them you see them out of school and you usually like you have a good time like you can talk you can have friendly conversations about wrestling and it's it's a unique thing 
let's be fair. We taught, you know, this is a wrestling podcast or combat sports, MMA or whatever. We've definitely, you know, it's been outshadowed by the peen so far. Right. Sure. So we'll that's why it gets, that. that's how it gets outshadowed by every other, mm-hmm. you know, every other sport or daily life. It's, e- it's easy to let it happen, unfortunately, just because the coverage isn't there. Yep. But hopefully as we progress and learn with this podcast, we can get a little bit farther away from the peen talk. There's no guarantee, but I think uh, we will grow from here. Well, here's the deal, right? Our podcast is four dudes who. A few girls, who knows? No. Four dudes, currently. I thought this was going to get me chicks. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Good luck, guy. Probably not. But, uh... Crack a beer to that. So, you know, we're just four... Here. Yeah, sure. So we, we got four dudes that, you know, grew up in similar situations. You know, our, our thing is we're going to talk real. So we're just going to talk what's on our mind. So, if, you know, the peen, the peen happens, it's going to happen. Yeah, part of the reason why we did this is because this is what we talk about when it's wing night, when it's Thursday night, and we're having a beer. We're talking this anyway. Why not throw it behind a little hot mic? Uh-huh. Sure. Why not? Okay, so we're going to move on because there's there's something big for wrestling, right? Something big going on tonight? Big. The so, biggest. Uh, we're just doing a little speculation. So by the time if, if this does happen, and you guys do hear this, the match will have already happened, but that's okay. So we're just going to give you a little insight and uh, prediction on what we think. So the big thing tonight, Ryan, why, why don't you tell us what we got going? Well, this week we got uh, Penn State traveling to Iowa City once again to take on Iowa, 11-0. Carver Hawkeye. Yeah, baby. Easy. Then next week they close out with the Big Ten season with two home duels. Wow. Yep, they got uh, Friday, February 4th, and they go and wrestle Nebraska on Sunday, February 6th at 12 p.m. at the Rec Hall. Who do you got, right? Yeah, who Lions do you got? Or the Hawkeyes? Uh, I'm probably going just for, uh, I'll probably go Ohio, Ohio State Hawkeyes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Ohio State Hawkeyes. Iowa. Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading this here. And this will be the last reading. time, <laughs> this will be the last time Ryan does introductions. We, said, we said we were going to keep it damn. real. We gave Ryan a shot. Yeah, we did. Uh, we, Ohio yeah, to be moment. fair, that is real for that Ryan. That is real for sure. There is an Ohio State Hawkeye team out there. I'm talking to a guy about turkey in Ohio. reality. He can't go an hour without talking about turkey hunting. So he has the lineup for tonight, or the presumed lineup for tonight, which is probably pretty accurate. Well, there's a couple of guys that are subbed in. It's got the ore. Well, you we can you can you that. could yeah, we could talk yeah, read about them it. So let's let's start at, one. We're gonna start right at the top, right? Right at the top at one twenty five. What Forgive are, me if I pronounce your names wrong. English major for two weeks, hashtag failed. <laughs> <laughs> so one twenty five, we got Drake Ayala Pretty or cool. Jesse Ibera for Iowa. The, yep, for going against the number seven, Penn State Drew Hildebrandt. All right, so we'll, Rapes. We're gonna go across the table here, and so, we're gonna we're gonna just say well, who we think is gonna win. Who's who's the best bet for this match, Rapes? This is interesting. It all really depends. I think everybody's gotta bring their best game tonight if they're gonna win, right? But there is already rumors. Of course, I've got a lot of friends from Iowa. I lived out there from seven for seven years, um, and I've got a lot of Facebook friends. But there's already hype that Ayala might not be wrestling tonight. Really? Yes. That'll change. I've already That'll seen that. That'll change my prediction. Though. But if if it's Ayala versus Hildebrandt, I haven't. I can't say that I've watched Hildebrandt wrestle a lot. You know, like with this year, I haven't been in tune with wrestling as much as I have. But Ayala is a wild card. This is a guy. You know, and I think there's something to be said about 
a, a guy that is world-class, top caliber, national champ. They just figure out a way to compete. So even though Hildeprand's number seven, and you've got Ayala who's beat one or two more ranked wrestlers out there, I really think it's a toss-up if Ayala is in the match. Now, when I, when he did wrestle before, I think he was a little uh, kind of one-sided in his moves. You know, he went to kind of old faithful, came up short in uh, in the one meet. Uh, who was that? What meet was that? Um, that was the one. Oh shit! Was that Michigan? That wasn't Michigan. It was the um. Fuck. Oh, Gable Stevenson's. Uh, yeah, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. He kept going to the. He was. He was yes. all about slide by and low single. And I think you know. And when he when he didn't hit it, he he struggled to really get out of a comfort zone. So maybe it was the energy of Hawkeye, mm -hmm. you know, of Carver Hawkeye. Maybe it was that. But if the guy now that the guy is a little bit more relaxed, and he, this guy's well, he's what he's won like super thirty two a couple times. Yep. You know, he's several time national champ. This guy's an absolute stud. So if he's out there, I do think he can win. Okay, Randy, what do you got? Um, well, obviously from this standpoint, we should probably talk about which everybody already knows. Obviously, Spencer Lee would have been there. Sure. And I remember the night that was announced, how Raybert was telling me, you know, this Ayala kid was their pulling his red shirt, and this kid was really uh, he was supposed to be something special. And I'm uh, I'm all about the underdogs in situations like this. Um, I mean, I remember the Hildebrandt name. I haven't followed that stuff as much as I should have this year. But I think I want to go with the underdog and, and go with Ayala just because Raves has been feeding me the the information on him. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with Ayala. Okay. So that I think we're going three for Ayala here then. Because, so here's my thing. If, if the rumor is – are presumed true that Ayala is not wrestling, then I, I give it to Hildebrandt. 100%. Agreed. But uh, I want to go Ayala. I like him. I think I like the young guy. Um, this I is think... what kids in Iowa are groomed for. This is what they live for. So what it really comes down to, what are you doing, Randy? <laughs> My nose is. <laughs> <laughs> These are expensive mics, but I thought you were like Eskimo kissing the mic there or something. Dude, you don't want to know up. where my mind just went. <laughs> anyway, I mean, this is a big moment, right? This is what kids in Iowa absolutely live and dream for this moment to represent their team. Carver Hawkeye, number one versus two in Carver Hawkeye. Either you can live up to the moment or or the moment's too big for you. Right. This guy's been enough of those big moments. We'll see. I agree, and I, I like Ayala. Um, like you said, his first match in Carver Hawkeye, I think the jitters got to him, so I, I would, if he's wrestling tonight, he's winning. That's what I say. All right, Ryan, who Ryan. do we got next at 133? Wait, who's Ryan picking, Hildebrandt? You, you, you ought to go out. Yeah, he's picking you know, the I'm, I'm going. Ohio State Hawkeyes on that one. Hildebrandt. <laughs> I, I just Ohio. want to bring it up that I Ohio, Ohio. Before we move to the next guy, I was planning on having maybe three or four beers. The count on this table right now is a lot higher than I expected. <laughs> it's okay. Probably uh, first first week jitters. Yeah, but, okay, go ahead. Nerves <laughs> are good. So one three three, we got Austin DeSanto number three, or Colin Shriver versus Roman Bravo Young. This is a good one. This is a good one. Ravy, or Randy, we're gonna start with you on this one. Where where's your mind here, man? I'm a huge Roman Bravo Young fan. I think Very that dude could get out of anything. I think he's great on his feet. His scrambles are insane. Obviously, DeSanto can scramble like a motherfucker. But 
I've seen it before, and I think Bravo Young will outlast on that. And also, everybody that knows wrestling knows DeSanto's head is shot. Shot. That dude That dude's probably going to fight somebody before the end of the match, you know? And mm-hmm. I hope he doesn't. I hope he can keep his composure. I hope he does. Because... Yeah, for entertainment purposes, it would be good. And I like watching him wrestle. Don't get me wrong. He pisses people off. He actually reminds me a lot, and this is going to take us back, of the kid we used to coach, um, Austin Ackward, who was oh, a yeah. huge yeah. asshole. And everybody hated him, but, you know, you love to watch him. You love to watch him. Yep. His parents love to watch him. Shout out Bruce Ackward. That kid could Bruce. wrestle. That kid could wrestle freaking seven matches in a row. Didn't matter. The gazer. The fucking gazer. The gazer. <laughs> All right, so I... I have to agree here that I, I like DeSanto a lot. I, I really think. I do. But in these big matches, and we've seen it in the NCAAs in the past, he he struggles. He really does. And RBY is so solid. He's, he's solid. He's solid. So I'm going with RBY. Sorry about that. Ryan, who do you got with the Ohio State Hawkeyes? I'm going the old Roman because of his name. Smart. Roman. Do you use nice. the Roman what? Oh, Gotcha. So here's where I'm at. So it's interesting that they put Austin DeSanto or Cullen Shriver because Cullen Shriver is a, another guy who they pulled his red shirt with him this year. So the only way I can see Cullen Shriver wrestling is if, uh, and I mean, we know Austin DeSanto's head shot. We know that. And, and, and Zach, you know that I pay attention to the mental toughness side of things. For sure. Like, I see that. I see patterns in people's wrestling and doing whatever. Now, Austin DeSanto, always a fucking hammer, mm-hmm. but there are moments that are too big for him. Yep. Like, there are times when, you know, he's facing an absolute stud of a competitor and his mind isn't in it. He's tougher than nails. If the guy's ranked below or then lower than him, but if the guy's ranked ahead of him, sometimes he struggles. So the only thing I can see right now is if they if they pull him out and they save him, so hopefully there's they, they meet in the national tournament or something like that. But I think it's a bad sign if they don't wrestle him tonight. If the Hawkeyes don't wrestle him tonight, I think that's a bad I think that, that means DeSanto is too weak. But well he's number two. So what what do you got to lose against number one? You know, so I I would put right well, DeSantos two. DeSantos number three. Okay, three. So regardless, though, you're you're facing number one. Got nothing to lose. Send him out. Only only uh, not from a match perspective, but from a mental toughness perspective, sure. right? But so, I think he does better on the second match than the first match, anyways. Even if he lost that first one. It'll be interesting to see, you know, but you, you always wonder if something else is going on there because of why they pulled Cullen's red card. Sure. Like an injury, something like that. You don't understand. Or they're just trying to play games. Could be. That's a lot. That's a, To burn a kid's red card on some games, that's that's mm-hmm. a pricey. Hey, that's pricey. listen. They're shaking in their boots. I'll tell you If what. you're Iowa, I'd be shaking in my boots and doing whatever I can to beat Penn State. But let's move on. To 141, right? Who we got? We're going back. Oh, that stupid phone of mine. Oh, one jab. Iphone. So 141, we got Jaden Ehrman and Nick Lee. So Ironman and Lee. What are their, uh, what do you got for, should say, yeah. rankings? Oh, we got Nick Lee at, at number one, right? one, and we got Ironman at number two. It's a hell of a match. That, that possible NCAA final right there, right? Absolutely, Big Ten final and uh, and national final yep. from last year. So I'm I'll start this one off. I I really think Ironman shaky. I'm going Nick Lee. Nick Lee by a decision. 
like a 2-1, 3-1 type deal. Nick Lee's winning it. That's where I'm at. Rhino, what are you what are you thinking, Rye guy? Well, don't just say what I said either. I don't know. I'm looking. I have an original theory, thought. I still cannot get over how this Colin Shriver is a uh, president's list and dean's list guy. Super smart. Yeah, most of these dudes are actually pretty smart. Yeah. Except I don't. I don't know about DeSanto. But uh, um, before we go to Christoph Raber, can you um, just give me a recap on those matches last year? So fan. last year it was uh, Ironman won in the Big Ten Championships. Ooh. Nick Lee won in the National Championships. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Ironman, I forget what it was, like a two or three point match, but it was pretty dominant. Yep. And and Nick Lee came out and it was dominant the other way. Come, But hey, that's Penn State. Those guys arrive on when it's time to arrive. Those guys are there. They're <sighs> mentally tough. They arrive for the moment. There's really, when you look at Penn State, there's not too many times where the moment is too big for them. Right. And I think if you're going big moments, right? So Big Ten's pretty big, but it's not It's it's not the big stage. And I don't think, I wouldn't put Big Ten's bigger than this duel. No. I really wouldn't. No. So I think this is big stage. This is for all the marbles team-wise. So I don't know. I, I think Lee shows up. but Well, Here's my opinion. If it was Jaden Ironman and Nick Lee last year, I'd pick Ironman, right? But something something is off with Ironman this year. He's mm-hmm. just he's squeaking by matches. You know, I could see it being a close match by one point. And I could see that shit being a blowout by like five points in Nick Lee's favor. I could see it being a blowout in Lee's favor. For sure. But, but he's a fourth I, it, it, it would really Good surprise stack. me. Ryan the stack guy. Yeah. Guy's over on his phone just pulling miracles out of nowhere. Fucking gravy boat. The the fucking gravy train. (laughs) But I'm just saying this year, Nick Lee, I think, is going to, it's going to be, he's going to blow Ironman out by surprise. Okay. And and, and you know me, I love Iowa, you know, but there's just, he's not, he's wonky. He's not right. Yeah. He's like Ryan's eye. Hey, Randy, what you got? Well, my thing is you always hear that Ironman name in the offseason. Um, you always hear he's wrestling somewhere. Um, so, as I said, I haven't followed it quite as much as I used to, and I will catch up on it. But, um, ah, man, I just feel like he wrestled a ton in the offseason. But, um, like Rave said, I've seen him wrestle a lot of close matches, and I've never quite had that faith in him because in the past we've had people picking him to, like, win matches and win win the tournaments, and it seems like it usually doesn't pan out that way. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely leaning towards Nick Lee, and it's just a consistency thing. It seems like he wrestles a lot of matches against people who are low seeds that he has to do something in the last 30 seconds to win. Okay. Agreed. Agreed. <clears throat> All right, Ryan, who's next? We got our next match up here. Oh, let me pull it back up. 149 here. 149, we got the old number 10, Max Murren, versus number 19, Bo Barlett. And Max has one hell of a mullet, let me tell you. Oh, let me yeah. see that. Let me see it's that. a stud. It's luxurious. Oh, but he's a kid that also wrestles and beats a lot of ranked opponents higher than him. Wow. Ryan Look the at you. Guy. Just where do you get this? Okay, right. So who who you got, Max? I'm going straight off looks, Max. That kid's gorgeous. Okay. <laughs> gorgeous so mullet. So you got Max. Five wins over his rank. Okay. So you know he brings it when he has to. Sure. What's his, what's his record? If you know. He is. Let me look up here. Five and six, I believe. That's a shit record. Six and five. But five five of his not, wins are overranked I mean, opponents. If but I that's was an not a good record. Six and five. Wins when he wins when he needs to. 
Okay. If I was an investigative reporter, I'd have Ryan on my team. I don't know how he's digging this shit up so quick. My mother do her. Can you, um, yeah, his mom was the FBI. I'm glad I took back that statement about Ryan's, hey, love you, Ryan's mom. Um, can we get the filler on the other guy? Yeah. Bartlett. Give us Bo. Bo Bartlett. Bo Bartlett. It's hard to spell, though. Bo means beautiful, yeah, doesn't yeah, it? Like Unique New York. Period. Which is interesting because you're saying the other Oh, now, brown cow. Oh, now, brown cow. Squirrel can water ski. Unique New York. He's 8 and 3, 1 and 1 in the duels. Move up to 149 for the Big Tens, going 1 and 2. Okay. Oof. Those are, those are tough. tough records on both guys, though. I don't. You want to play rock, paper, Are scissors? we sure Ryan State? Although in high school, he's 177 and 8. Record uh, high. If you're, if you're wrestling for Penn State or Iowa, your record should be doing You'll probably beat me on a for this match. I mean, I'm I'll taking Aaron. Okay. Okay. Me and Randy are going to rock, paper, scissors and just let pride win. I'm right. just over the mullet. Lose, and he losers got to take. Are we doing Iowa. best two out of three or just one and go? One. Losers one and go. Iowa with us. Okay. Penn State. Fuck. What's we do? Okay, I'll say it out loud. Ready? We're going to go rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. You saw what I did earlier. You're one on one, you idiot. All right, so uh, so Son I get the choice here then, right? Yep. Mullet. I'm going to take some. I'm going to take the lower seed. So I might give you a gift here. Oh, I'm going both. I'm going. I'll let you take the mullet because it fits you better. I thought he was the higher seed. No, 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 no. Oh, mullet. I'm going lower seed. I'm going Bo Bartlett. Yeah, you enjoy Penn that. State, dude. Damn, I want Penn State. Later I'm, I'm mullet, just doing it by decision. You're gonna eat those Mr. birds later. I, I probably will. Yeah. I'll eat anything, except for mushrooms. I don't like mushrooms. Okay, Bo. <laughs> Hell of a time. Shout out Fuller. Okay. <laughs> Fuller. All right, so who we got next? Oh, let's see here. We got the old 157, Caleb Young versus Terrell Barclow or Tony Negron. That's hard to say, dude. I want to say what I want to say. Okay. No, that's all right. Raves, take it away. I, you know, I've never, I'm, I'm a, I'm a diehard Iowa guy, but Caleb Young has never really showed up, but he's two unranked guys. He has his, Caleb just never has his moments, but he's still going to pull out the win. Randy? Um, yeah, I'm rolling with Caleb Young. I don't know enough about those other guys. Um, the other guy's a great movie, but, um, yeah, Caleb Young here for me. Young for me as well. I'm saying six. Four. Six to four win. Well, Terrell went two and two as a redshirt freshman. Oh and two, though, this year in his school meets. That's not good. good. Who you got, Brian? Who, who are you going with? I will go not the underdog. So you're going young? I'm going young. Okay. So we're, we're a young, young table here. All right. Let's move on to uh, Baby. where are we at now? 165? 165. We got Alex Merlini versus <laughs> Marinelli. 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 Well, I can't fuck it. I ain't that it's good. It's a Merlini. I ain't good at English. How many I can beers tell you that. Had? Two weeks. Two weeks of English classes at what school? Freaking Hilbert College. Hashtag yeah, failure. It. How's your oh, elbow doing, idiot? Oh, Tommy John surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Who comes up with his names? Tommy John? Yeah, Tommy John. The <laughs> old number 11, Brady Burge. Burge. Yeah, there we go. Burg. Or Crichton Burg. itself. Like Burger. Hell of a name. Who even thinks of that? Can you right, say, can so, you say so, that again? So we got oh. number five, Marinelli. Verse 11, Brady. Yeah. Brady Berg. How can I see Marinelli? All right, Randy, we're starting with you on this one. All right. This, so one's, this one's an easy one, if you ask me. Um, the way I'm looking at this is I believe Marinelli just lost recently. Yeah, he's not looked that great this year. Um, every time I've ever heard hype about Marinelli, he's never lived up to it. So, sure. But the thing about that is usually he's good through the year to a point, and then he crumbles at the end. 
So if you're if you're thinking about this, you're thinking, man, he dropped to the five, wasn't he? Like number one. Yeah, one. he was number one. He is. That's just that's not. He what? has not looked good this year. What that tells me is that a lot of people have lost, lost faith in him, and a lot of people have uh, figured him out. But at some point, you got to think that dude's tough, man. He's been through a lot. I think he he slams the door on the fall and takes this match. Okay, I actually agree. I think Marinelli's looked like dog shit all year. I don't think he's wrestling to his fullest potential. But you're going in, Carver Hawkeye, the biggest duel of the year. You have to show up. I think he shows up. But he's he's a guy that does what it takes to win, and that's it. He, so I, I picture him winning by a point and being content, and it's going to be a point by, like, a riding time or an escape. That's what I expect. Rabes? Yeah, Alex Mellorinelli, you know, obviously previously number one. I've always loved the bull. You know, I loved when it was him going back and forth with, uh, you know, what was uh, the guy from Penn State, Joe, what's his face? Joe. Joe Mama? <laughs> Joe Mama. <laughs> it's not Joe. Yeah. The kid who was never supposed to win, but always won. Yes, he always won. He always, he always was hanging 50-50 with yeah. his ass back. What's his Throwing name? people. Um, but, you know, I've always been a fan of Marilinelli, you know, the bull, but... Marilinelli. Yeah, yeah. Marilinelli. Marimachino, right? But he has <laughs> not looked comfortable this year. Even the, the last home meet when, you know, when we were looking at when we watched the uh, Iowa versus Minnesota. Yep. I mean, he com- had the completely outclassed, unranked kid, and he won by a point, barely won it. So... <laughs> Really, this dual meet's going to be settled by who captivates or who captures those moments, and I, I, he, I think he's just going to squeak by. I think he'll win, but he's not going to get the team points that the team it's, really needs. It's going to be a veteran yeah. leader, senior, number one ranked guy. He's not going to get the points we need. I'm going to go out and say it right now. I don't. I really don't see any bonus points happening in this match. So, so I think they're all going to be decisions. And especially Marinelli, he is going, like I said, going to do what it takes to win. It's and then that, that's it. Like he's, he's content with that, but it is what it is. Ryan? I mean, I'm reading about this Brady kid. He's a stud. Okay. 10-3 this year. Is that where you're going with Bird? I'm going undercard here. Okay. All right, I like it. Well, that's not a that's not a bad call no, because no. Penn State guys rise to the occasion. They always do whatever magic Kale talks to them. They always rise to the occasion. So number five home versus number eleven who just rises, it's a, it could be a toss up. All right, well, who we got next? All right, we're gonna go with the old. Let's see where is he at. The old number two Michael Kramer. Kramer, close enough. Or the old number one Carter Strozzi, right? Yes, Joe Fazenzo. Good, good thing. That's why I would have. That's why I'd have Ryan on that. He would have had that in two and a half seconds. Yeah, a lot less time than me. All right, so so repeat who's Kermer and Starochi? Is that what you said? Number two versus number one. That's gonna be a good match. All right, uh, who we starting with? Raber. Well, the last time, believe it or not, Michael Kemmerer has lost a dual meet in Carver Hawkeye was. Get this, 2017, five oh, years ago. Wow. The guy does rise to the occasion. You know, this is another match that went, it's kind of like the uh, Ironman versus Nick Lee. Kemmerer won Big Tens. Starachi won the NCAA Finals. Yep. Now, Kem actually won by a larger amount in the Big Tens. 
So, I mean, this is a toss-up. This is a toss-up. No, no, this is, I. if I had to guess, I think this is one of the closest. Like you said, it's a coin flip on this match. It's going to be one of the closest matches, I think. Right. Or should be one of the closest matches. I've never been, to be fair and honest, I've never been, even though I'm an Iowa fan, I've never been a, a fan of Kem's wrestling style. Yep. You know, and I've been very vocal about that. Um, you know, usually the, the Penn State guys are more dynamic. I'm going to say Carter on this one. And, uh, you know, I'm going to say Carter on this one. Okay. Randall? Um, pretty biased on this one as well. Um, Carter Storacci came from Erie, Pennsylvania, which is where I went to college. and enjoyed a lot of my uh, my years. Well, a few years. But, it felt, it felt like but uh, I'm going to go with him. He comes out of Cathedral Prep which is a huge wrestling school in PA. Um, I walk by it almost every day to get to class. And How many times did you use those binoculars to look at the wrestlers? I did not walk enough, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm going to go with him just coming out of Cathedral Prep. They were they were known well for that, you know. And, and I would hear about them, like, when I wasn't even, like, all I was worried about was football in college, you know, and I'd be hearing about Cathedral Prep, wrestling's doing this and they're doing that. And, Everybody knows that Pennsylvania is about the toughest you can get when it comes to wrestling. So, um, obviously, that changes when you got experience like Kemmerer. Kemmerer's got a lot more experience, I'd say, but I'm hoping Carter takes it. I'm letting statistics win this one for me. I'm going Kemmerer. I think I don't like watching him wrestle. I think he's, again, I agree with you, Raver, that he's boring. But. I, I'm, He's I a control wrestler. He is. And his record shows, and I'm a statistics person, I'm going Kermer. Boof. Nice. Dick and fart jokes. All right. R Ryan. There's the way old, too many fucking R's in this car. I'm card. going the old PA boy, because that's where my dad's from. 11-1 this year with seven Shut bonus up. points. All right. Shout out Halsey. All right. So we are moving on to 184. What we got? This stupid photo, I tell you. 184, we got the old number 17, Abe Assad versus number one, Aaron, Aaron Brooks. Brooks. That was your best pronunciation all night with the two names. Good Aaron, for you. Aaron yeah. Brooks. Aaron That's Brooks. a tough one. Pretty, pretty serious. A-A-Ron. Aaron. Speaking of Aaron Brooks. We're safe. Okay. Uh, Randy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be able to drag this one out that long, man. I like. No, let's Aaron, keep it quick. I like Aaron Brooks a lot, and okay. I think, I think most of us know that uh, the Abasad is definitely the undercard. Um, I think he wins this match pretty big, pushing a major almost. Okay, so bonus points, huh? Mm -hmm. Possibly right. they need, they need to find bonus points. I'm thinking this might. Be I, this I do agree. This would probably be the only match that, uh, outside looking in, obviously anything can happen during a match, that there would be bonus points. But I, I, I think it would be at most a major. But I'm going like a seven to one, maybe like a nine to two. I think he's just gonna miss the mark, but I'm going with Brooks as well. I'll see a slam. It's gonna be Brooks. I like that. Ryan? Yeah, I'll go with Brooks. All right. Uh, next ninety seven. Yo, one ninety seven we have Jacob Warner versus number two, Max Dean. Glad you could handle four versus two. Four versus two. This will be a good one. All right, I'll start. I'm, I'm going Dean. He's solid. Uh, he's number two for a reason. And uh, yeah, I'm going with Dean. Ryan. 
I just don't get how good these kids look. Forty-five yeah. pounds. Dude, Ryan's all about looks. I mean, just all my looks. Just lean, cut, studs. All right, we'll, we'll, I'm going we'll, Max Dean on this one. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, um, you know, I, I, I'm an Iowa fan, but Jacob Warner has a lot of international experience. I think this guy was like third in the world somewhere. Really? I did not know In some that. tournaments. And, you know, I honestly like, really didn't know much about him going into this, to be honest. But he just never amazes. He just kind of gets through. He kind of does whatever. You know, he's in there in some big matches, but he never really comes super clutch. Um, you know, and then you've got Max Dean, which to me the biggest disappointment about this match is that Max Dean came from Cornell. That's a transfer. I do, I'm not a big fan of the old portal yeah, Ray, thing. Raber does not like the transfer thing. He I do not. Like the you know, super teams, this and that, whatever. But I'm going to have to go with Max Dean here. Okay. Randall. Um, yeah. Um, I'm going with Max Dean as well, just based off of history. Um, I think I read something that said he earned all American honors as a true freshman. Um, and as sophomore season, I think I've seen that he advanced to the national finals. So I think he's ready for the stage. Brother um, of Gabe Dean. Gabriel. Shit. So we're all going with Dean. I like it. All right. Let's, uh, the big boys. The big what we got boys. for the big boys? The, the no, number five, Tony versus number three, Greg. Some no, 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 no. You're not getting off that easy. I need some pronunciation uh, here. Dude, you'll make it a Soppy. Nice Cassiope. Kid. Cassiope. Six foot, 285. I think that's oh, actually stop. a country. Cassiope. Cassiope. That's Ethiopia. Cassiope. Yeah. Italian versus Africa. I mean, six foot, 285 is fascinating. Dude. All right, what do we got for First, Penn State? I mean, I'm – well, you want to pronounce that one? Jesus. Greg. You know, Greg Cur I'm going to go with Culvert. Culvert. <laughs> Culvert pipe. Culvert pipe. I almost got killed. You know, number Culver. three, Greg. Culvert almost took me Curvliette out. or something. I'm like all about that Tony kid. That Tony kid's a stud. Cassiope's not bad, but uh, oh, we're, I guess, so that's who you're going with. You're going with Tony. Tony. I mean, okay. I'm reading a little bit about Tony. this kid. Tony. My name is a Tony. Three losses this year. One's against Gable was, Stevenson, stud. And then he'll Mason Paris. You uh, think Gable you think Mason Gable Paris Stevenson is number two? I mean, he beat my ass less than six seconds flat. So would I, though. That's All right. True story. Who, who are you going with, Raves? You know what? I, I'm an Iowa fan. The biggest thing that I like is Tony Cassiope made a huge change this year in the offseason. That guy went from a bit from a big guy to, um, you know, he was always amazingly flexible for a big heavy guy. But he transferred into a, 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 you know, he did nothing but lift weights and get trim. I'd like to see Tony Cassiope win. These two haven't faced each other this year, have they, Ryan, Mr. Uh... Not that I can read right now. No, I do not think do they have wrestled with each other yet. And I know that Tony was, Tony's had a couple disappointing losses this year, but he started out the year ranked third. So I know he's lost against number one, lost against number two. I'm going to go the upset here, Cassiope. Okay. Randall. I'm going to follow with the Cassiope, and mm -hmm. the main reason for this is because Kyle, I think we were playing uh, Xbox. Yeah, we Vanguard. were. This was uh, like two nights ago. Champion we Hill. About. Champion Hill. Couple Champ yeah, COD. Everybody Shout hate, out Vanguard. Everybody hates on COD, but if you get on that Champion Hill, Woo. it's a war. It's a freaking it's war. It's a fucking war. It's a war zone. Literally. But anyways. Well, it's not war zone. Uh, we, were, we were playing Call of Duty, and obviously our minds were wandering towards that because... Uh, there's a lot of wrestling going on recently. 
I didn't even know you were on for this conversation. Zach was actually downplaying uh, Cassio. I was not downplaying. I said I was downplaying the heavyweights all right, all right. as a whole. So he didn't have great confidence in Cassio. And Kyle said he liked him a lot. So Kyle's usually very good with this stuff. He's usually yep. fighting with Raber by now. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah. that's probably why he's not here right now. But, hey, we'll get him on here. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll get him on here. Cassiope and I hope this matches up with my picks, but I think Penn State wins by, you know, one to three points. So uh, I've been keeping tallies. But, so, uh, yeah, after talking to Kyle on the sticks the other night, uh, he did enlighten me a little bit. I still think uh, there is a great uh, difference in the heavyweight class for competitiveness. I really do. However, I'm going Cassiope because Kyle said so. That's all you need sometimes. Kyle said so. Kyle, yeah, you missed that comment. Raver went to go get a like wank out real quick. Kyle but he, ride Cassiope. Yeah, we, we were talking about, I said the other day on COD, Call of Duty, Vanguard. that uh, Vanguard, Vanguard. Vanguard. Um, how I thought the heavyweight class was weak. Kyle said that he just thought Gable Stevenson was just that much better than everybody, that it's not that weak. And I, I guess I can see that. I would agree but, with that. But I'm going Cassiope. So overall, I have in my notes it turning out with no bonus points. I have 15-15. So that means in that one match that I said where they would have to get bonus points, Brooks, he would have to get a bonus point. So I'm saying if I'm trying to decide who wins this match, I'm going Penn State 16-15. I like that. Penn State 16-15. That, you heard it here first. If I'm right, uh, I'm just fucking right. And I'm the Ryan, before you sit down, can you get us more beers, please? Yeah, Ryan, please. Thank you. Get we it. are actually uh, – so before we take a break here, Raber, I want to hear so, – so who's winning? Well, who's, the, who's the better team? I think I think that without a doubt Penn State is, you know, um, in this scenario. And it hurts me to say that. You yeah, know you're a huge Iowa fan. It physically pains me to say that. But yep. those guys definitely have said it ten times. If you could I, have a three-way, it would be with the Brands brothers. We know. I don't know about that. that would be I, kind of I think that's true. I think most people could attest to what I just said. Right? Well, I'm a fan of the style of wrestling. I'm a fan of the program. I'm a fan of beating people up. Um, but... Uh, Penn State just always fucking shows up. Mm -hmm. Every time when they need to show up, those guys always show up. The moment's never too big for those guys. They're going to come into Carver-Hawkeye, and I would love for nothing better than Iowa to show up and pull some upsets, but those guys perform. It's hard for me to say that. All right, Randall, who wins? What the fuck was that? Yo, actually, Randall already said, I'm sorry. You said you had Penn State between one and three points. I like that. Ryan. Was Ryan just yelling? Statistics. Oh, that was not me. That was no, that was 100% Raver. Where the that fuck was frustration, you buddy. Was, yeah, no, that was <laughs> pent-up anger because his boys are about to get dick-decked. Not really. It's going to be oh, like 16, shit. 15. I was but, like, where did that uh, come from? Oh, my God. Ryan, who's, who you got? I'm already going with Big Tony. No, I, no dipshit. Oh, who's I winning the duel? Right. <laughs> who's winning the duel? I mean... I like mullet man. I like Tony. I'm going Penn State on this. Okay, so we're a, we're a Penn State table, and that's just statistics, though. I think that's just statistics. I think we're all 
Who has more heart? I hope this duel meet is like the last two minutes of the Bills game last weekend. Not yeah. me. All Which we're, we will we will dig into. minutes, two hours of just back and forth, battling, here. tense, jumping up, oh jumping gosh. down, whatever. Just meat beating. Macaroni. All right. So uh, we are going to take a break, and uh, we'll be right back. Here's a quick word from the sponsors we, we just don't have. Sorry. <laughs> All right, welcome back from our break there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why did we have to take a break, Zach? I, I had to piss, <laughs> let's be honest. And I need to replenish my alcohol reserves. Let me, uh, let me, let me, let me talk us through the break real quick. <coughs> Being country COVID. boys, we, uh, we automatically pee outside for a reason. <laughs> Even though we have a bathroom upstairs. <laughs> no, no tree cover. It's, it, the wind is blowing. I'm it's at least four degrees out right now. I'm following Zach out the door. All I see is this man pull his ankles. <laughs> pull his pants to his ankles. Never seen his brown eye before, but let me tell you what. That dude needs a bleach shop. <laughs> oh, ain't no bleaching. <laughs> also, he could pee for seven minutes straight, and I finished before him. When we were walking in, I seen the shadow of a behemoth of a <laughs> dong. <laughs> But anyways, we really thought we talked about a lot about Dong there, and we just wanted to refresh that that's going to happen. We're not getting yeah, So Before we move on to We the are next fully topic. aware that half of this podcast so far is just <laughs> strictly about Wiener, but we're, we're not apologizing. Well, I'd like to think we're making our, our, our listeners, our you know, 7 million loyal listeners that we've already have so far, we're making them earn it. They've right. got to get past well, the dick talk. The, it's, it's called mentally, mentally conditioning people, yes. right? It's something yes. that happens in wrestling. So we're just mentally conditioning our viewers, yes. our listeners. All right, so uh, to pick up, actually to move on from what we're – we're going to let Ryan do a little bit of talking, Mr. Gravy Train himself. Uh, he's again our UFC aficionado. Oh, Jesus. Um, Jesus has nothing to do with you, pal. He's not gonna save you. Jesus now, is not <laughs> saving you. You are in deep. How deep? How deep do you think he's in this? Shell. Yo, quicksand. Freedom, New York. You're there. <laughs> Anyways, we're gonna let Ryan talk about something that we uh, actually just uh, heard about right before we started the podcast today. Something Ryan absolutely loves and adores, the Paul brothers. I hate both of them. But I am gaining a little bit of respect for Jake Paul, even though I can't stand his little bitch ass. Stay in front of the mic, motherfucker. He doesn't quite. Ryan's terrible at fucking I don't know that he understands the concept of a microphone. Ryan, Ryan no. literally is talking either 50 feet behind the mic or 50 feet in front of the mic. Or to the side. He's right. He's. I got to see everybody's yeah. beautiful face. He's terrible at plowing everything except, I am. except your mothers. <laughs> Sorry, Liz. Sorry, no Liz. mothers. <laughs> Leave the mothers out of this. Sorry, Liz. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand Jake Paul or Logan Paul, but I'm starting to like him a little bit. And right before our podcast, I got on the old Facebooker, and there was a Logan Paul rap video. Was it Jake or, or Jake Logan? Paul. Sorry, Jake, Jake Paul. Dist- and uh, it was Dist- a diss track to Dana White. You want to play a little bit? I could. I don't, I don't know if we can, but we I can. got YouTube on this thing. But uh, pretty much... Uh, I don't just, know if it's so. Let's just. Let's not. Yeah, you, guys, you guys dig it. Listen, up. you can dig it. It could be copyrighted, but pretty much it just. What's what's the title so our people know? I think the title is actually "Fuck Dana White." That's classic. Which that is a ballsy move. Listen, I feel it, like it's it's ballsy, but but I think Dana White needs to hear it because these guys take an absolute beating. Yeah. Well, the the beginning of the video had something to do with right. Uh, 
It actually is Jake Paul Dana White diss track official music. I love it. So it's strictly. It's not even UFC. It's strictly. Well, he does call out Masvidal and he calls out Diaz and he calls out a couple other guys. Well, yeah, he's got to get his. He's got to get his fight. Yeah, which I think all them guys just eat him up first round. But, but, I mean, there is that thing though. He is. I mean. He's an athlete. Yeah. He's a little cocksucker, so, but he's an athlete. He, he's a little cocksucker. I, I have to... Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I have to ask, so Ryan, on a scale of 1 to 10, you're dissing Dana White. How do you, how do you think Jake Paul did? Amazing. So, 10. Absolutely amazing. So there, Would I you score little, him a 10 out of 10? A 10, 10 out of 10 on dissing okay. Dana White, because I think Dana White's a fucking asshole, too. Okay. Do you think Machine Gun Kelly should make a diss track? I think Machine Gun Kelly should diss Dana Jake White. Paul. Oh, <laughs> wow. We can get a trifecta. I think that needs uh, to happen. A three-way. A three-way. I think Dana. I think MGK disses both of them <laughs> about some gay rap video, uh, and something just happens middle of the ring where they just bang. But <laughs> okay. all right, all right, all right. So let's, <laughs> let's move on. I'll so. say this: I don't know what Jake Paul's motivation is. Like, of, of course, it's a noble. It money. is money. It is his own pocketbook for sure. I think right? that's where all his thing hard. is, but I don't care what his and his true motive is. If the end result is UFC fighters getting paid more, I'm good with it because they deserve to get paid more. Yep. We, you know, think about this. We know how hard it was to wrestle for six minutes, seven minutes. <laughs> I wish I was that microphone. Was I wish we were on camera right now. <laughs> yeah, well, eventually but, we will have that set up. So, you know, I don't care what the motivation is, but we all know how tough it was to go six minutes, seven minutes. Can anybody here imagine going fucking oh, 25 no. minutes, five rounds deep in that level of conditioning? Kicked. There's no professional athlete that could go 25 minutes that they go. They deserve the pay. And the six-week yeah. training camps and everything else. I mean, that's, a, that's a life changer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's not... It's not an easy not sport having to beers. do. If you're, if you're talking professional sports, it is not an easy sport to do. Probably one of the hardest, in my opinion. And again, all, all professional sports are difficult. I'm not going to say one's worse than the other. But wrestling is, or not wrestling, but I mean, UFC, you know, MMA, that kind of stuff, is a very difficult sport for the compensation, especially at the lower level. You know, you, you only really see a good payday. Uh, if you're Conor McGregor, if you're at that level and begging for fights like that. Yep. Um, can I dig into this a little bit? No. Fuck. So the way I look at it, and I hate the Jake Paul nonsense, but that man is a smart man. He's made oh, a lot sure. of money. He's a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. He makes people that fight him a lot of money. You know, Woodley wasn't going to make that money no. fight in the UFC. No. And the more you hear about all these guys that are fighting, they're like, they're like, yeah, I made – I made maybe forty grand that fight. They're like, by the time I get home, that's less than ten k. You're like, because I gotta pay my trainers, I gotta pay this guy, I gotta pay this guy, and I'm trying to take care of my family. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this guy's fighting twice a year. Like he's not Donald Cerrone. He's not fucking cowboy. This guy's fighting twice a year for fucking eighty k at a professional level. Right, and taking home maybe and maybe twenty. The fact maybe. of the matter is, you got your best guys, Francis Naganu. Is trying to get the fuck out and is talking about Jake Paul. That is embarrassing. Like the fact that he didn't put the belt on him, it's a money thing. He's not paying enough money to right. people. If but, you're Francis Nugano, you're really again. What, what what's the whole point of it, right? I mean, Francis Nugano, one of the best. Which right? his backstory is incredible. Oh, for sure. That that dude's 
I, I like him. He's one of my favorite fighters. So, you know, you're a dude in the UFC who's getting bare minimum for what he does. 600000 I think. Was right. Which, I mean, that's, that's good money, but after you pay all the stuff that you got to pay for a level fighter that he is, you get Jake Paul knocking on your door saying, hey, let's, let's, pill. right. You know, and now we'll, the UFC we'll get you millions hey, instead Fury of thousands. Hey, you want to make money, come box. Right. And they will. And that's that's terrible because, in my opinion, boxing is is a good sport. Don't get me wrong, but Nowhere it is the level. it is boring for me. for For me to watch boxing ten rounds is just I can't do it. How many people Girl. can truly tell you a ton about boxing? Like if Not it isn't many. if it isn't about Canelo or maybe or when the Fury, Mayweather the or Fury or fights were going on with fucking Wilder, dude, nobody could tell you shit. No. So the Pat fact Gio. of the matter is that they're making more money. Like I've seen something that some of them were making like forty fucking or mil a year, four you know? Or five million yeah. a fight for time. And it's like, how can you say these guys that are fighting twenty five minutes getting their faces beaten, need need kicked, everything else are not worth as much as that, and that's what really pisses you off. And I mean, I get they have a lot of fighters, but in the end, you got to pay these guys. Like, people won't even take fights because they can't get paid. Yep. Yep. I personally think that, that this is the thing. In any major professional sport, let's say at least for the USA, you're talking there's the Major League B- Baseball Players Association. You've got the NFLPA. There is a band of or a union for right. the players on behalf of the players. It really comes down to those guys have to, regardless of how much they fight each other, how much is showboat, how much they hate each other, they need to band together because I don't know what's in the contracts. I don't know what is there, but they need to band together. And, uh, you know, there's literally a lot of legalities out there that you can't stop a union. Yep. I have to believe that if they chose to unionize, they would be stronger. Now, of course, they're afraid of, oh, if I do this, then I'm going to get pushed out because the next guy is going to come up. But you need your big players to do that. They've yeah. all got to band together and take well, a lead. That's a, the one thing, you know. and I know you're not a Conor McGregor fan, and I'm not really – I was at his, his hype. I am not – not even his hype, before his hype. His way up. I, I don't like the man either currently. But he's helped the sport but, through it. Well, he, he did. He's helped himself. He, he started it. But he's a, he's a businessman, just like Jake Paul, to where, you know, if Conor McGregor, that's that's the type of guy, or Jake Paul, started their own fight business today. Well, Khabib's doing it. Right. I he's think, already welcomed Francis. Right. I think Dana White should be shitting his pants over that. Because you get a big name like Conor McGregor, say, hey, I'm a businessman. I know you want to make money. I want to make money. Let's create a, a fight business, or Jake Paul does that, or and they got the money to do it. Right, I I think we're if you're smart, which I don't know how smart Dana is. He's a businessman, of course. If you're smart, you move to start paying your fighters more, compensate. It's like any other business, you know. You have to have competitive pay, otherwise somebody else is going to come in and take over. Well, think and about that's, knuckle. Yeah, they're starting Fair enough. Can we just say fair enough? Chad Mendes is fucking crazy. Savage. It's fucking crazy. It is. Let it's me bang, nuts. bro. That guy's there's, in it. There's absolutely no drug testing there. No. There, There's no. not. I'm, I'm pretty sure they feed him meth in the back room and hey. let him go rock him, sock him, roll it's, it's just like uh, Barstool. Yeah. I love it, though. Yeah. Rough and that, that's entertainment, baby. That's. They better get knocked out. Remember, it may not be legal, but hey, it's entertainment. 
All right, so anything big coming up in the UFC, though? Shoey. Really crazy. Shoey. I mean, we do got Derek Lewis and Shuey. I hope oh, Derek Lewis be... wins and Shuey when he wins. Together. Let's, well, let's start out. Ryan, I got to ask you. Outside of the Diaz brothers, who's your favorite fighter currently? Currently? Currently. I think Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis. Braver? Uh, you had to pick one one UFC fighter currently fighting, I should say. Well, actually, no. Let's not even do it currently fighting. I don't even who, know. Who's, who's your favorite of all time? That's a question, you know, because I'm always we can come back who to who I hate. You, you, you know? are a negative Nancy. And, you know, the, the guys even in, 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 in everything, in everything in That's life, okay. let's be fair. But the, the guys that I really hate in general, any sport, whatever, are the people that are overrated. Right. They're they're getting way more praise than what they deserve. And that's one of the things that is probably a chip on my shoulder It's probably a character flaw. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I can tell you, I was always a Frankie Edgar fan. I do like a little Edgar. Frankie. You know, he's he's past his prime. He's doing whatever. But, man, I love to watch him fight because that guy overcame a lot of adversity. I like Gaith G. Love love Gage. Love I'm love starting to like the old Patty Pimblet too. Yeah. You do I'm like Patty. The old Patty the Batty. All right, so we're going to. All right, so you going with Edgar, Gage, I like that. Randall? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm leaning towards the wrestler, guys. Uh, that is a big fight coming up, though. Gage who? and Oliveira. Mm-hmm. I just asked you if there's big fights. You said, no, oh, not, just, really. Uh, not really. Not really. Um, I mean, that's a pretty You have one job. What? One job. May 7th in Brazil, right? When is it? May 7th. May 7th. Fuck the favorite shit. Let's run that. So, what are you thinking on that? The Gaethje? No, well, Gaethje oh, because you don't have a favorite. No, I do. I was, I was going to say, I love Derek Lewis. I love the I balls. I love Derek Lewis, too. I love that his only chance is to knock a motherfucker oh. out. Which him and Tui Voss is going to be knocked That's going to be a no great fight. Gonna be I was going to say, I'd yeah. love to see uh, Gregor Gillespie fight, just because yes. we know him from a personal yeah, level. Like to see I don't know that explain, well. We, we know him because when I was in high school, or not even high school, middle school, he trained. Some of us pioneer guys. He's uh, very good friends with my brother Casey. You know they talk, and Even uh, I actually work with uh, a kid who's also his best friend is his older brother. Blah blah blah. We don't want to go down that, but I'd love to see Gregor uh, fight. I don't see Gregor getting any fights because most people just believe that he will control them. He's not a money fight. He's a wrestler. He's That's not that big money fight. I think Gregor wants that money fight, but most of these guys don't want to go to the mat with with Gregor and like I heard him call out Chandler and as now much as Chandler and Ferguson as much terrible as, that's Ferguson. terrible nobody wants to watch Tony anymore he's just going to get beat up and everybody loved the good Tony and it's just going to hurt yep but um yeah let's move on to that bigger fight okay I, what's that I fight may 7th what may is it seven, Chandler and Oliveira who do you yeah, got Chandler not or, Jesus Christ not Chandler it's freaking Gaethje <laughs> My brain's full. You're, you're a UFC specialist. Dude, that? dude that's your has dude. one job. One job. Give, give me give me two seconds. Have you seen that meme where it's this girl going, I really wish I could get a guy like this again. Yeah. She's like, hey. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, like, it's me. She's like, get out of my inbox. I'm literally, like, that's literally, that's that's guy literally me in the photo. <laughs> <Yeah. logo. laughs> that's great. That is great. I like Gage just straight up because he's just one of them guys straightforward on a fight. Get it over with, leave. No really... Shit talk. All right, then, then let's go around the table because apparently my idea of favorite fighter wasn't cool. I do think Gaethje knocks out Oliveira. Let's, it was okay, cool. so you're saying Gaethje beats Oliveira. Gaethje beats Oliveira, knockout, new champ. Knockout, Raber. I'm rooting for Gaethje. I think Oliveira's better w- well-rounded. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Agree. So I 
But where where Gaethje got beat up was against Dustin, right? He got he got beat up on his fist Old on Dusty. his feet. Yeah. Have we seen Gaethje get beat on the mat at all? Have we seen him a Khabib. lot on the mat? Uh, just well, Khabib, like but Khabib, that's Khabib. Khabib. also uh, wrestled fucking bears. Yeah, so at a young. All right, R- Randall. I'm gonna lean towards Oliveira. My my Oliveira will win the fight. Lean to. Lean to. Lean in. But uh, Gaethje, you know, I'd like to see, see I, him. I think Gaethje knocks him out because the last two fights Oliveira was in, he got dropped in both of them by Chandler and by Dustin Poirier. Poirier just left. Poirier could have finished him, I think. Uh, can we can we just make a quick comment? Yeah, no breaks. No breaks. No, no breaks, but Braber, first of all. Braber has a very so small we're gonna, bladder and a very small dick. He's got a tiny dick. Yeah, he drinks Bud Light. Well, he drinks Bud Light. <laughs> well, I said earlier Bullock's that we don't hold against him, but we definitely do. Sometimes he comes over with Mike's heart, and that's embarrassing. Barry. And Red Zappel. His, he, brother, uh, his brother Dave is way cooler. <laughs> he's got a huge, huge dick. Huge. Brennan Doctor, where you at? All right. Brennan. All right. I think he's coming back down soon, so let's, let's act like so, we're not talking anyways, shit about him. What I was gonna—it was my turn on the Oliveira. No, it wasn't. I think. Yeah, it was. Hold on, I gotta fire real quick. Oh, <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll, you want me to take over? Hold on, give me a second. So, all right. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> all right. <laughs> let, let Randy control whatever he's got going. Oh, oh, there it is. There it is. We heard it. Ooh. All right. I'm saying Oliveira wins. And that's all I'm saying. That's all, that's where I'll leave it at. All right. Let, let me say take it's 50, so, 50 fight. Um, I was, uh, I've been a huge, huge Gaethje fan for a while. Yeah. Um, but I will say this, the more and more I watch Oliveira, the more Ooh, scary, Vera. the more scary. He's an animal. <laughs> oh. oh, God. The more, <laughs> the more, the more scary that motherfucker is. Um, I'm doing a Ryan right now, but, uh, I thought Poyer was going to win that fight cause he could strike. And like Ryan said, he's been kind of caught. Thing is, he ain't been caught. No. You know what I mean? And his submissions are just out of this world. I, I think Oliveira catches him. I think he catches him just like he caught Poirier. Like, Poirier didn't do anything wrong. That motherfucker said, I'm going to choke your ass out. And Some he did. Getting done. So that's how I take that. Um, did, yeah. Did Oliveira ever fight Khabib? No. 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 Nope. That, was, that would be the fight to make now if yeah. Khabib was in sure. the game. The thing about it is, but there's a lot of what ifs. That's you know, you know what I hate about the UFC is the what ifs. Yeah, because of money. Right. What if Khabib still fought? And I don't like that because he's not. So what? I and again, that's a conversation. And I think he's most maybe I'm the only one that feels this way, but I just move on. That's too the way many I fights. Agree. Too many fights are made based on money yep. rather than. You know matchups. You know if some guy's coming up and he's he can't be beaten, I'm gonna find a guy that can beat him and make well, that matchup. That thing. I mean, he's just making Dana money hand over yeah. fist. He's a new scapegoat. I'd love to yeah. see him fight though. Kaz, 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 me yeah. too. He, well, he is who's the other guy? Soon. He's yeah. fighting Burns. Kamzat and what's the other guy's name? Patty the Batty. No. Who? The dude who trains with Kamzat. Oh, Islam Akachev. Yeah, him. Islam. Oh, they're Akachev nuts. Those dudes are fucking sad. I'm pretty sure Khabib did say that Islam is the only guy to ever take him down. That's what I'm saying. I want to see that dude fight more. And the thing is, it's so hard because those guys are ready to fight whenever. And everybody's scared. And, but the thing is, Dana just won't make it fucking happen. No. And that's really well, They did say, oh, Islam, or uh, no, Kamzat uh, is fighting Burns coming up here soon. Honestly, that's I, I like a March fight. Honestly, though, man, I think he fucks Burns up. Man. I, I think Burns, I like uh, Burns. Burns is in the back half of his, his career. Gilbert? He's going to get yeah. fucked up. Yeah, for sure. I, I think, think his head games, as soon as he uh, 
uh, what's his face? Uh, Usman. And once he lost to Usman, he's yep. he's not the same. Yep. Coming up to the Usman fight, fight, he was absolutely dynamite. All right. So uh, we're going to do one last segment here. Ooh. Yeah, one last one for I'm the people. I'm intrigued. So this is, again, our first time. We're an hour and 20 into this. We could do more, too. I know. Oh, we, we could go on for hours. The but dick, the thing the is, is, we got we to gotta leave some shit for the next episode. That's for damn sure. Well, we got to talk. Uh, but we're going to talk about, yeah, NFL. Bills so, so we're all from Western New York, as we said before. Uh, we're, we're from a podunk, podunk town. Uh, Sardinia, Yorkshire, New York. That's kind of where we're all from. Uh, about what, forty miles southeast of South, south of Buffalo. South yeah. Buffalo. Um, although Ryan grew up in Orchard Park. Opie dopey. West right. Falls. Idiot. West, West Falls. West Falls. Unique New York. So uh so Buffalo Bills, right? That's that's our alma mater, that's our shit. That's we we have been waiting for how many my whole life for a team to put it together and they have for the past couple years. But this year her. I'm all sacrificed to cat. That's pretty rough. It hurt. You <laughs> might want to see somebody about that. But uh, heartbreak, right? That that game against the Kansas City terrible. Chiefs was just <laughs> fucking terrible. It was just it wasn't rough. terrible. But I did think I was gonna have a heart attack. Dude, yeah. five different times. So we're let's let's talk about. So we're gonna do a debate in a minute here about overtime rules, of course, because that's the big te- you know big ticket there on that game, but. Let's talk about the game real quick, because ultimately, in my opinion, right, in any sporting event, if it goes to overtime, you know, that means you made mistakes. If you're the losing side of the team, you made mistakes to where you could have probably figured it out in regulation time, right? Oh, for sure. And I'm not saying that the Bills played bad, but they made mistakes. First record is dog shit. Defensively, we looked, in my opinion, probably the worst we have all season. And I don't know if that's because we're playing the Kansas City Chiefs at, at the peak, right? Uh, if you, if you, and I know from Buffalo, people do not like the Mahomes, him and his brother. Why though? It's because of the but, brother and the wife, right? Wife. But Patrick Mahomes is legit. He is phenomenal. He's, He's a skilled, gamer. and I gained respect for him. At the end and of the game. him and Andy Reid as a duo is. Fucking ridiculous. It's just not fair. But um my thing, right, is <laughs> my thing is is that I think the Bills played scared on D the whole game. I, I think they played safe and in my humble opinion is if you're the best, you don't play safe. You play your game plan, you do your thing, and you prove you're the best. Any any objections to that? Well, as a state, you know, there's a difference between playing not to lose and playing to win. Mm-hmm. That 13 seconds, we got blown away because we were playing not to lose. Um, I think everybody at this point knows which, um, what they should have done or what from a coaching standpoint, but everybody will say hindsight's twenty twenty. But as soon as they kicked that ball deep, Raver told me, hey, they should have squibbed that fucking Oh, kick. for sure. And the squib kick, what it does is it wastes time as soon as that guy picks up the ball. And then you put the hand 
or put the ball in Pringle's hand instead of Mahomes. Chris you know, fucking seconds. Pringle. Chris, Chris Pringle. You probably have seven seconds for Mahomes to make one pass to get in the field goal range. And then stop with the, ti- the timeout. Okay, so the opposite side of that argument <laughs> is that, well, you got you got to trust your defense. you got to trust your defense to get the stop with 13 seconds. And then if you're going with that excuse, why would you play prevent twice? You play prevent when you can't give up a touchdown, not a field goal. That cost them the game. If I was looking for a coach, um, you know, that Frazier dude wouldn't be in the fucking – no. question after that shit like well, and Kelsey after the game said in the interview he said that uh the second time they saw it in the huddle he said Pat Mahomes looked at me said let's play some backyard football I'll get open find me where I'm at up the middle right. and he goes he got to the line he said do it and he said he ran the route undercut Wallace field goal range game over you can't give Tyreek Hill no. Travis Kelsey no. 20 yard fucking hell Dude, why is Milano two why of is the Milano best covering him in the end zone right Stupid. two of the best at their position by far but um I think with being from Buffalo, most people know what we're talking about. So, Heartbreak. We all feel Difficult. that. I don't think we need to dig much deeper into that. But I do want to bring up how um, Allen was snubbed from the Pro Bowl and how much I think everybody appreciates that he was like, fuck you, I'm not going. Because yep. that was a sympathy Pro Bowl. You know? <laughs> you know eat a I mean? dick. And, yeah, uh, he did say eat that dick. Yeah, he, he's, he – I like that. I, I like that because the one thing I'd like about our quarterback, Allen, is he's a gamer. He's competitive as shit. Ran at it was a corner or safety. Like, he just trucked him. Even the one thing that's scary is you you watch a QB run. It's a little scary every time he runs, of course. For sure. Of course. But he that dude wants to win, and he will do whatever the fuck it takes. And that's what I can and all of us here can appreciate. That dude's competitive, wants to win, wants the best for the team. He's just got crazy drive. He's the reason why we went as far as we did. In that game specifically, and obviously Davis was Thought a fucking was the animal. Yeah, that line well, the whole line was fucking great, too. <laughs> they were good at the end of the year. Oh, for the game sure. Great. Oh, yeah, you, you can't have a quarterback without an O-line. That's for damn sure. Um, yeah, so I think, I, think at this, I think at this point, everyone from this area hears, hears all these arguments, and uh, I, think that's, I think that about concludes that you know right so, so let's even, let's even when he was a gamer right like when you say he's a gamer and i believe he is but josh has his moments of looking like a deer in headlights right yeah. and then, negative three. nancy here we go <laughs> I knew negative nancy i was trying to avoid this he looks scared i agree with him all right, right. he does look like a deer in the headlights sometimes but, but but here, this is where I was going to pay a compliment was that he definitely had that moment in the third quarter, and then he gets out there, he makes a couple runs, gets in his comfort zone, and the guy was fucking dynamite Electric. after that. I was right. gonna say he, he got himself out of that moment. He Agreed. lifted himself up. Do you respect him more after that game? Yeah, I yes. do. I get so yeah, can we can we just talk that. about how R- Randy could probably explain it more than I can. Where are we going here? Did anybody How see negative? Him? Oh, Raber's always been. Raber's always the negative guy. He's not going to give a guy credit till the credits too. Which I I so, I can respect in cases. A, after that game with him saying that you know he respects him is crazy because he did not before. You're right. That. Exactly. I, so I that, that's a that's that. a big step. Yep. No, it's I, it's a big step for, for both sure. Josh Allen and Christopher and Raber. Christopher, Christopher. Christy, Christy <laughs> <So>, nuts. <laughs> oh, you Crystal Dick. Crystal cats. You can see it that he's in scared. Deer in headlight. You can see it, but that guy he overcame it, right? Yeah. He overcame it. He got a, you know, he got he made a couple runs, got in his comfort zone, 
And, you know, maybe that was a distraction, getting in the comfort zone, getting, you know, so he could just relax and play. There's no doubt that guy's a gamer. I will give him all the credit in the world now. I bet he's super good at Vanguard. I'll tell you one thing. He's probably sick on his Pump everybody up. sucks with the Owen gun. Did you guys see that video on the sidelines when Alan just fired up? Oh, yeah, it was fucking sweet. I mean, if he didn't make you want to just run through a wall. Hillen's if that didn't make the hair on your peaches stand oh up, then I don't know God. what I would I felt like I was there playing with them. Plums. Deep down in my plums. All right. So let's move on to our last, our very last thing. So we're going to end our uh, podcast. Did we actually talk about overtime there? No, that's no, what we're doing. That's what oh, we're doing okay. right here. Oh, so we're cutting Come on, Christy. The ramp. No, we're going to, that, that'll be the, the sign off. That'll be the sign off. Let's, let's do a so, so we're going to do a debate. So we're, we're going to, in at some point in all our podcasts, we're going to have a friendly debate, not a heated debate. Oh, Fuck you. Maybe it'll end up takedowns at the end. Well, we don't know. We don't know. Top bottom outs. Right? Top bottom outs. Uh, Ryan's. Actually, we're just doing shark groups, and Ryan's going to be the fucking meek. Fuck you, Ryan. We're just going to make Ryan on the bottom the whole time. Anyways. I'm hot. <laughs> So, so the biggest debate right now in sports, currently after the Bills game, is what? Overtime. The OT rules: Should both teams get the ball? No. Okay, so we're gonna. Uh, okay. No. Why? Because you shouldn't make it the overtime. The game should be won at the end of the game. Okay, we're 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 taking past situation from this week, which we know the Bills had a thousand chances. Oh. We're taking that out of the scenario. We're talking both games played equally, went into overtime, deserved it, whatever. So okay, so in that game, this is my opinion, right? Because I'm all about words. In that game, in overtime, the ref, the official, announced we're starting a new game. Right? That's what he said. He did say that. that might not be in the rules. I don't fucking know. But in my opinion, if you're starting a new game and you only let one side play the whole fucking OT. Right. So if you're if you're starting a new game, everybody gets a chance. Both teams get a chance. Listen, I, I also agree that if if you're the best team, you, you figure it out in regulation. One regulation. And but it is what it is. It, it happens. Overtime happens. The fact of the matter is in the past what, eleven times where a playoff game went into overtime, ten of those eleven times the coin flip decided the game. Agreed. And that oh. was that was before the Bills game, I think. So yeah, so well, maybe it's yeah, 11, eleven twelve now. Two. Right. So again, I'm a statistics guy. Those statistics mean maybe your playoff rule or your playoff OT rule needs to be might, might be yeah, there might be need there were some big change. names saying they agreed to, like Stone Cold Steve. I mean, a bunch of guys are saying that, but Josh Allen did say. He did. Stoner, baby. He did say. He did say, let's go Buffalo. But there's a lot of big names that said uh, the, the lead needs to be changed. But then Josh Allen did say. I forget what he did say, but he did say something like no, that. He, well, he, 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 he did say, shit. he goes, you know, if we won the same way they did, we'd be cheering too. Yep. Oh, yeah, so I think that goes sure. both ways. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you watch the fourth, not even the fourth quarter, the last fucking two minutes of the game. Well, I think I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Jack and Coco is so mad. So I think there's two feasible options. You play it like hockey or whatever. You just play a quarter per time until it's solved, right? Yep. And I don't care if you go 10, 10 quarters. You play until it's done. Yep. 
And, and then the other one is what is it college style? They just keep going at the twenty yard line I don't, until. I don't. Maybe mind we the, should I don't just, mind the college rule. Maybe we should yeah. just do doggy style. But seven but, minutes. No just dudes. Seven minutes. And no dudes can truly last in doggy style. No. That's true. But That's so you got to take the perspective well, from, then, both, from both sides. And <laughs> you going doggy style or football? Well, no. If you're going doggy style, we know there's one major question. I was going to say, right? can I talk <laughs> football for a minute? <laughs> you stare at the butthole. No. Stare at the no, you can't. <laughs> yes. Mo- just ladies, just so you know, men from the back will always stare down that brown eye. But, um,. So peaker stare. I I gotta I gotta get a I gotta get a few words in on this. So, um, I think everybody sees it from both sides. And the thing is, and your coaches will always say this: you should never let it get to that point. Don't right. leave it up to the refs. Don't let that happen. But the fact of the matter is that shit fucking happens. So in the end, they should both get a try, touchdown or not. Well, okay, man, your your defense is really good. They should get the stop either fucking way. You should both get a chance. I don't like leaving shit up to a coin toss, but. There's also no excuse to it. Agreed. So what's your final answer? So, How should so it be we, done? Um, I think I think each team should get a shot with the ball just once. So, so is that college or is that do a full quarter? I wouldn't I wouldn't or do doggy. it like college. I would just kick doggy. it off, doggy. kick it off, and if they score, you get the ball. If they don't score, and you score like like it is now, it's over. Yep. But it shouldn't be only if you if you kick a field goal, the other team gets a shot. You know, yep. I think it should be. If you score a touchdown, I think that game would have been one of the yeah. best games going on in NFL history. If oh, it's going to go. It's going to go down in history. It's just going to be a complete. But that's typical oh. Bills shit, though. Right? It could be a game typical changer Bills though shit. in the rules. Olong Johnson. Olong Johnson. But that's typical Bills fashion, right? We're we're known for our losses. Agreed. Which sucks. Yep. Yep. Go Bills. All right. So. Uh, Brian about concludes. Go look. Yeah, that's about concludes our uh, first ever podcast. Only an hour and thirty-four minutes into it. Oh, but hey, uh, hey whoa, 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 I'm getting there. Quick spinnaker. So, uh, what are what are we looking forward to here, Randy? What what do we got for sport events this week? Um, we'll make this short since we've been ripping just like your wiener. For not, shh, don't tell you <laughs> Enough people know. But anyways, um, we might as well talk about the playoff games this weekend, which we should probably get to. Okay. Um, so terrible we'll, times. We'll make it quick. Gotta make this quick. We got this. We got the fucking Rams versus San Fran, and the way I'm looking at this, Stafford. Has a lot bigger balls than fucking Jimmy G. But Jimmy no. Jimmy G did fucking date a porn star, Lisa Ann, for a while. So that kind of threw a fucking wrench in that system. Stafford blew his shoulder out and still fucking threw a game on a touchdown for the Lions. If Lions, you yep. So anyways, we'll go around, make your choices real quick. Tell me who you got and the score. Rams. By how much? I'm Thanks. not good with scores. I'm going to say San at Fran's least D. by seven. San Fran's D is pretty good. I think Rams, Rams by Rams seven. Rams by 17. Holy Ooh. fuck. Cooper gonna, Cup and Beckham go. Off. I was gonna say Cooper Ram, Cup is legit though. Rams he only had sixty by, yards though, sixty three yards last game I think. Bills by a hundred. Yeah, Bills by a billion. I was gonna say Rams by fourteen. Rams twenty three. Wow, okay. Twenty three to thirteen. Jimmy G sucks on offense. Okay. He's okay. a gorgeous human being. Can we talk about the AFC real quick? Yeah, I don't want to. Let's move on over. I want to see Burrow smoking a stogie. Nobody wants to hear this, but. I, well, actually, I, actually, I want to fucking. Can we talk. end with you though? Can we end with you if nobody yes. wants to hear it? Go ahead, man. Let's start with Ryan. No, it wasn't anything. But it's I want to see a big cigar lit at the end of the game. Yeah. So you want Cincy? You Cincy. want I want Cincy. big dick Joe Burrow. I think Cincy wins by six, and I think he's gonna smoke a big Cuban cigar at the end of the okay, game. Okay, Rabes. I think it's gonna be Mahomes. I I do think Is it's that gonna what be you Mahomes. Want? I 
You know what? What do you, want, what do you want, Raber? I think it looks better for the Bills if if Chiefs win. Okay. And I think Are they you will. Are you fucking kidding me? Can you can you not tweet during our fucking podcast? That was the first call. Fuck. Oh my god. Uh, All right, boyfriend. so so Rabes is going Mahomes. I'm also going Mahomes, and here's here's my hot take. I want them to win for the sake of the Bills. Yep. Right. I want them to blow out the next two games. I want them to fucking win, just to prove a point. But that's just me. But I I honestly do think Mahomes is going to take them to another Super Bowl and win it. These guys have been in three championship games in a row, yeah. in a, three times. So they're going to be year. in. Three AFC championships. They're gonna play like and they've possibly been there. three Super Bowls in a row. Okay, we're gonna end with Randy's hot take. What do you got? Alright. It's not really that hot, but um I think it's pretty fair to say that there's a lot of people out there that are not big Mahomes fans right now, and it's kinda of fucked because it's not really his fault. It's not his fault. Um Mahomes and old Baker Mayfield back in the day, uh they had one of the best college games ever. There was like hundred and twenty some points scored. But that that's what scares what me on fuck? uh that's is, what that, is that your grinder alert? Yes. That's what uh <laughs> that's what scares me about Cincy is they lost to Cleveland twice this year. They lost to fucking Baker twice this year. Which I'm not putting it all on Baker, but um nobody wants to see Kansas City win due to the fact that Brittany Matthews is a real fucking B word. And, and I hate his goddamn. What's his brother. name dancing on Taylor's freaking uh thing in Washington, I think drove everyone up the fucking wall. For sure. Um I really hope Kansas yep. City's D is good enough to uh, stop Mahomes. And I really, I've seen uh, Bengals put up 40 points before, 30 something, 40 points yep. like on the Chargers. Oh yeah. I'm really hoping that it's a blowout like this, and Dirty Joe Burrow, like in college, can pull some shit out, sit back, relax afterwards. And these Big guys, Dick are, Burrow. even their kicker's cocky, man. I want to see the Bengals win. I got them winning by fucking three. Do they okay. have the O line to keep the heat off of them? They do I not. I think Casey's. Which could be the sucks. difference. Which could be the fucking difference. The O line, the line looks weak. So did ours though. First nine first. sacks right. and they still came through. Yeah. That's fucking. Yeah. Crazy. That tells you how good Burrow nine is, fucking sacks. Okay, so uh, that's about it for today. Uh, hour and forty minutes, guys. It's not bad for our first podcast. Hit, hit, hit we are bu- full of a, a lot of shit. Yeah, we are full of a cool. lot of shit. So uh, a, I, I gotta go take a shit. So hit gonna, a button. We are gonna <laughs> hit a button. We're gonna go hit, hit a, a We're gonna go hit a four. Some. Oh, oh. That's, that's it. We did it, fellas. <laughs> two. 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 All right. Thank you for listening, and uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs>